Lisa. Yes. Yes. Uh, what have you been watching? Uh, what have I been watching? Uh, we finished the newest season of The Mandalorian. It was all right. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Haven't even started it. There was a lot of points where I went, oh, that bitch better not. Because <laughs> um, do not touch a single hair on that little green head. Because no. don't you do it. Don't you do don't it. Don't you do it. Um, what else have I watched? I'm still watching Succession. I'm still watching Barry. Barry has gotten better. I watched the newest episode last night and I'm still thinking about it. It still bothers me quite a bit. I mean, that says something. Yeah. Another HBO one that has come back for a second season. I don't know why. It's called Someone Somewhere. It's got Bridget Everett in it. I watched the last season. I still don't know why because it's one of those shows where nothing happens. It doesn't (laughs) go anywhere. I don't understand the point of it. Like... It started out, like, the first season is, like, kind of, she was dealing with, like, a little bit of grief and finding herself. And, like, the most recent episode was her and her gay best friend on the phone with each other while they both had explosive diarrhea. What is happening with life? Like, what is the show? I don't know. I think I keep watching it, waiting for something to happen, and Mm -hmm. nothing ever does. Another one that I got into, and I binged almost the whole thing. I don't know if there's a couple episodes yet coming out. Um, Mrs. Davis on Peacock. I don't even know how to describe the show, but it is so cool because nobody's doing an original concept anymore. No one. Like, no one. But this show is about a nun who is trying to find the Holy Grail. Modern day nun. She's actually just like, she's like a normal person. And one day she prayed and like it shows it's so it's a hard concept to understand but like they do this whole this whole scenes of her like talking to this guy and she's like this guy she's in love with and like he feeds her all the time and she's he's just wonderful well it turns out that it's jesus and one day she had prayed for help and this guy appeared in this like vision Mm -hmm. i guess i guess it's like a vision thing and he um comforted her and he fed her and so she devoted her life to him so she became a nun so she could marry him i mean that sounds really trippy and weird but it's really freaking interesting and it's fun because she's on this like she's going to find this holy grail but she's also being followed by this like ai technology that's like siri so everybody will put in a headphone and be like okay well she wants to talk to you and then she's like not she it it's a thing it's not a person and that she calls it Mrs. Davis, and it is sending her on this quest. I don't know. It's so hard to explain, but it's really good. I liked it. That's it. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I watched a movie on Peacock, too, but and it called Champions with Woody Harrelson. The about, last um, minute of you talking went so far over my head that... Yeah, it's... I don't know how to describe it. You just have to, like, watch the trailer for it, and I think you'd get into it. Okay. I think you would think it was cool. I watched Champions with Woody Harrelson. That's also on Peacock about a college basketball or no NBA basketball coach that um, gets in trouble. So he has to go to community service. So he has to become a coach for some special needs adults that have a a basketball team or developmentally disabled, I should say, adults that have a basketball team. And you're like, oh, God, this is, you know, this story again. But it's actually. Yeah, but I mean, they're he treats them like it's so rare that you see a show where they treat developmentally disabled people like people mm-hmm. and don't like make fun of their disabilities. This like, it was just like they're, these were just their people and they have a couple of them, a couple quirks, but they're just people and they want to play basketball. And I really loved it. Cool. Cool. Um, well, I've just been watching the power. Still not done with that. Oh, my, I need to catch up on that. I'm really behind. My daughter and I have been watching criminal minds and that's pretty much it. That's All right. It. Yeah. 
So, hello everybody. Welcome to That So Original Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm here with my friend Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. Hello. We are here today to sing Evita. No, no, we're not going to sing Evita. Someone's going to sing Evita, but it's not us. We are here to talk about Yellow Jackets, episode four. It's called Old Wounds. I will start us off. Oh, I just got it. Old wounds. Okay. Anyway, I didn't. So you, I don't. I, I. I was like, I don't. I don't know. Wounds like wounds on your on your face. Uh, uh that's what. Mm, yeah, that's gotcha. what. I, okay. Thank so you. in the way back time, so we're starting out here. Van. Every time we go, <laughs> I, I always I always have some weird intro about like back in the olden days or something. <laughs> Van and Ty are back in the woods in the middle of the night. Ty has gone speed walking to a different tree with the symbol on it. Van tries to convince Ty to talk to Lottie about what's been going on, but Ty shoots that idea down immediately. Besides, she needs to get her beauty rest, so she just, like, awake speed walks back to the cabin and leaves Van standing by this tree. Like, wow, okay, bitch, you woke me up, brought me out in the middle of fucking nowhere, Bye-bye. So, so we could sleep jazzercise through the woods. <laughs> yeah. So Van pulls out a piece of notebook paper where she has been mapping out the location of all these trees. I was like, everyone's a cartographer out here, Apparently. I guess. You got nothing better to do. <laughs> True. I mean, regular. Let's become an expert at something. Lewis and Clark out here. So <laughs> in the present, Ty is having like hallucinations on top of hallucinations and she's hallucinating about talking to Jessica, the reporter who's now dead, and going back to her house and picking up a file out of the cabinet and looking at that letter from last season, the blackmail letter, I guess, and a bunch of other like random scenes around her house. It's like she's hallucinating, but this did actually happen, but the scene is filmed really weird. Anyway, she comes to. Did she go? Okay. That, yeah, I totally that's what I think. She but, went to Jessica's house? Because I saw her collecting a key. Right. And yes. So I was like, um, is this, I, th- I didn't catch that was her house, but that makes total sense. Gotcha. Keep going. So she comes to, and she's actually in her campaign manager's car, like on the side of the road, she has run out of gas. She picks up her phone, which is conveniently open to this really weird Google Maps screen that like is not a navigation screen, but just like shows you your route and where you are on the route. It's so weird, but it's obvious that she's driven out of New Jersey, like well out of New Jersey, and she's over halfway to her destination, which by my best estimation, just looking at this Google map, but then later we find out for sure is somewhere in Ohio. Oh, I missed that entirely. Apparently, I missed that. It's on the file, and I had to get out my readers and pause it and look at it. But oh, I yeah. <laughs> So, she obviously doesn't remember driving any of this. I was like, so now, not only does she sleep, speed walk, sleep, eat people's faces, sleep, decapitate dogs, but she also sleep drives, I guess. So... That's, she sounds like a yeah. good old time. Like, <laughs> should be hanging out with her. She is a hot fucking mess. Meanwhile, her wife is in the hospital. Yeah. Where's this kid? Who has Sammy? Fuck Sammy. No one cares. It's like Callie. Yes. Nobody cares about their kids in this show. She, They're all awful, really. <laughs> they are. They really are, except for Misty. VIP. Well, I mean the kids. I meant the kids. The kids. Are oh, the kids? Like oh, yeah. Kids just in general are awful. I'm going to give mine away. <laughs> she notices the file that file from Jessica on her front seat. It's labeled Yellow Jackets. It's all of the information that Jessica had dug up on the Yellow Jackets as she was researching this. 
that's how she knows where Van lives. That's how she is going to Van's right now is the information that Jessica obtained in this file. So she gathers up all her stuff and gets out of the car. And I was like, maybe she sleep hitchhikes too. Fun. Opening credits. Quick note. I am not a fan of this version at all. This is the extended version. If you've listened to the Yellow Jackets soundtrack, there is the quick version that they normally play, just like the regular version. And then there's an extended version. And it's this version. And it is awful. I'm sorry, whoever did this version. It's terrible. Never do this again. Never play this again. It's, it's bad. Did you notice it was different? I skip past it every time because oh, I God. don't want to sit and listen to listen it. Listen to it. It is so bad. I have started listening to the Yellow Jackets thing on Spotify, but mm-hmm. I I usually, I'm like, oh, theme song, skip. I don't want to listen to that. I don't care. Listen to the extended version and just tell me how it ruined your life, okay? Okay. Like, I okay. need more things to ruin my life. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm not doing a good job on my own. <laughs> Sorry. All right. You take off with the house of no fun. Oh, God. These people. I'm going to say the Shauna and Jeff and that whole family, they are the worst. They are. And I hate saying that because I love Melanie Linsky. I know. I love her. But she's been getting saddled with like the worst freaking storyline. So Shauna and Jeff are in the kitchen and Jeff is very confused. He's like, wait, so the tow company just found our van on the side of the road? And Shauna's like, yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> Don't ask me about that gun because I don't have it. She's like, we're just so lucky. This is when Callie decides to storm in and be like, I'm going to my friend's house and spend the night. And you know she's not. She's going to be with that cop. I don't, you know, whatever. And Shauna says, well, whatever. I have to go to Kohl's. And Jeff, you still like the odor-resistant socks, right? And I was like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> like, that was just... That was a burn. Who wrote, whoever wrote this was just mean. <laughs> Jeff says, by the way, I know I have stinky feet, but the cops know about the affair. And she's like, what? How? How could they possibly know that? And I was like, I don't know the hundreds of fucking texts that you text to him. I don't know. Could have been. And he says, this is a small town, Shauna. And you guys went to a lot of public places. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Yep, you did. You sure did. Yeah, that one club that one time. And they went to the freaking mini golf. Like, Oh, shit, you're knows. right. They hung out in public all the time. And Shauna says, oh, you're right. I should have run around in a ski mask and blackmailed all your friends instead. Oh, oh wait, that was you. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of Jeff Byrne. He needs to get some aloe <laughs> for this nonsense. Yikes. Okay. Now we have this little quick scene where adult Lottie is in her house, cabin area, and she's getting dressed in normal people clothes, like not in her big shawls and her purple, not her cult leader. She's putting on normal, like, 40-year-old lady clothes. And Nat is watching her like a super stalker um, and asks, where are you going dressed like that? And Lottie says, um, the bank. I'm totally going to the bank because I need to go get some more Travis money real quick. Nat's like, okay, well, since you're going to the bank, can I have the keys? I want to help Lisa run the farmer's market booth. And I was like, suddenly Nat has abandoned all hope of leaving this place. Like, I know. What the hell? I don't understand what's happening. And she's still wearing the same clothes. She's still wearing the same outfit day after day after day. I would have put on somebody's purple clothes so I didn't have to wear the same underwear every day because that's gross. Ew. Lottie thinks that Nat wanting to go run the farmer market booth is as weird as we do. She says, weird. You don't seem like you have great honey selling skills. Ha ha ha. But Nat tells her this is a bonding experience between me and Lisa because, you know, she forgave me for stabbing her in the face. We were going to be best friends now. Lottie says, okay, cool, but let her drive. She needs the practice and, like, throws her the keys. So it's supposed to be this whole, like, Nat's being held prisoner there. But no, here's the keys to the car. See you, bye. Right. Very weird. 
On another crazy train road trip, Misty is in the car riding with Walter, and she is uh, leaving voicemails for Ty and saying she's worried that neither of you are calling me back. Ha <laughs> ha Don't make me come looking for you. Ha ha ha. I'm not crazy at all. And then she's very upset. She's like, tells Walter, if Ty and Shauna had both been kidnapped, I am going to be so annoyed. And I was like, <laughs> honey. And Walt says, hey, they're just busy. They are lucky to have you. You relentlessly have their back. How about we have a distraction? You can stop thinking about your crappy friends. And he throws her this box and he says, you can choose the music for the trip. And it's an entire case of cassette tapes. Yes, tapes. Yes, mm-hmm. for you youngins, tapes. Look it up. And Google she says, it. cassette tape. Yeah. So she's looking through them and they're all, and on top of that, there are mixed tapes. They're all like, they're not like original. These are all, he's recorded them off like some the original <laughs> the thing that, that he borrowed from the library like some of us may have done with a lot of Broadway musicals and she says oh I get it you have all these 80s 90s music because you're one of those yellow jacket obsessives I'm honored that I'm your favorite but I'm not gonna tell you what happened out there and he's like wait what no um he just wants to get to know her investigative mind and also when she was on the their little chat, the citizen detective chat, she dropped a Sweeney Todd reference in one of her posts. And obviously that makes her super cool. He's like, I don't care about the yellow jackets thing. It's the least interesting thing about you. And I was like, Oh, I know that. I kind of like him. And she says, so it just happens to be that you love musicals and has nothing to do with me. I don't care what we listen to. He's like, fine, whatever. I'll just pick something. So he reaches in that thing, pulls out a tape and like throws it at her. And she's like, Oh no. We are not telling the story of Cinderella, except every character is a train. And I was like, that's Starlight Express for you yes. guys that are yeah. young children. That's Starlight <laughs> Express. It's awful. And she says, enough already. And she's like, let's put on some mu- real music. And she puts on the Rainbow Tour from Avita and throws that in. Mm-hmm. So, it, oh, so we are bringing you a rainbow. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> in the cabin, Misty and Crystal are singing the same song from Evita. Shauna comes storming in. Akilah's like, oh, thank God. She thinks she's bringing in more meat. She says, I'm tired of starling soup. I was like, bitch, you are lucky to have that bird soup. Shut up. You're like the pickiest scavengers Seriously. I've ever met. God, you were starving to death a week ago. Eat the fucking soup and shut up. Shauna is not here with more meat. She is here to launch an investigation into who stole bear meat from the shed. I was like, they still have bear meat? What? Right. Yeah, I don't understand. She's pissed. Coach is even roused from his bed to find out who has the fucking nerve to disturb him. So just like the shit in the can, no one is going to admit to doing this. Mari you know it's like sleepwalking Ty. You know she's out there stacking oh. and shitting in buckets. And shitting in buckets. It, it was Ty, yeah. for sure. Mari not so subtly whispers to Akilah that she thinks it's Coach. Because he thinks he's so much better than us. This began my journey of, I think we should kill Mari next. I like, I mean, no one's been killed. But let's just kill her first. Let's. She needs to go. He's like, uh... Yeah, not me, because, oh, I don't know. Oh, the fact that I have one leg, how am I sneaking out to the shed and stealing bear meat? Get wrecked, Mari, whatever. And then he was like, and what are you going to do if it is me? Are you going to eat me? And Mari stands up. I was like, what were, what were you going to do, Mari? What are you going to do? Like, Square up, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to beat up this one-legged man. <laughs> Nat <Wolf> tries- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the parking lot. 
Nat tries to calm everyone down, but that just turns Mari's attention to her, who is now blaming her for the fact that they don't have any more meat because she won't take Lottie's blood blessing. Uh, oh my God. I was like, Nat, please punch her in the face. Just Someone her punch in her in the face. face. Nat is like, look, bitch, me and Travis are the only ones out there even trying. And Mari says, well, Lottie got the birds. And Ty's like, uh, no, she didn't. They flew into our roof. Akila points out that this happened when the blood dripped on the symbol on the blanket. And I was like, wow, I hope she did not hurt herself with that reach. Jeez. <laughs> Van also seems to think that Lottie is magic because, you know, that the bear, like, literally walked up to her. And Mari's like, yep. See, all of the food in our mouth is because of Lottie. So Nat challenges Lottie. She's like, okay, fine. Let's see who's really feeding everyone in this cabin. We're going to go out hunting. And whoever brings back the most food is the winner. In Lottie's defense, she has not said a word during this exchange. She's just sitting there. And she does not look thrilled with the idea of going up against Nat. But also, she hasn't said, like, uh, hey, Nat and Travis killed, like, a hundred deer that we ate for the first, like, six months that we were here. And they've done a lot. So, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about Lottie. I don't feel like Lottie wants to be a leader. I think Lottie just has these things, whatever is happening with her. And she's like, oh, I guess I am the leader. I'm the only one that can save them. I don't know. I don't know what I feel about Lottie. Either. I don't know. I don't either. In the car with Nat and Lisa now, Nat's like, so Lottie only lets you guys leave the compound for one day a week to go to this farmer's market. And Lisa's like, oh, no, we can leave whenever we want for however long we want. Charlotte just needs me at the compound. And Nat's like, oh, okay, that." just makes it seem like a rule that makes it seem like you have a lot of freedom but really it just pulls you back to her and lisa's like it's not a rule there are no rules at the compound we wear purple and do group therapy because we want to it's totally not a call okay god why don't you get it why don't you just put on the sweater and be with us jeez god so lottie is in her regular clothes i don't even know why she felt the need she had to go into regular clothes i don't know but she's at her doctor's office and she's very upset to learn that her doctor is on sabbatical this new doctor who is covering says i'm very curious that you have had a fixed appointment every six months for the past 10 years you've come at the same time every six months you're not due for another five weeks so bitch why are you here interrupting my day and she's like, I was hoping heat up my meds. Can you do that? And the doc's like, well, yeah, I can, but want to tell me why? And she's like, oh, well, you read my file, but what happened when I was a kid, right? I was like, the shock therapy, the star, what, which part, which yeah. part are, you know, sticks out? She's like, well, I started having visions again for the first time in decades. It keeps happening and it needs to stop. Last time it became something weird and it can't happen again. I built something with this cult and it helps me. I can't go back. I was like, you can't tell me that nobody in town knows who she is. Like they're right. a, it's a cult. You know, she's a cult leader. So why is she putting on her, putting on her French braid and her white sweater to go to the doctor? It's dumb. The doctor tells her, well, honestly, the stress of trying to push these visions away instead of confronting them is probably making them worse. Maybe ask these visions. What are they trying to tell you? And Lottie's like, nothing because they aren't real and i was like oh sad that she has to tell her i was just curious is that a thing that a psychiatrist would really say to like a schizophrenic patient like why don't you just let the hallucinations happen why don't you ask them what they're trying to tell you does that seem insane yeah, when they're usually telling you to kill yourself or kill somebody else yes why would... that seems so dangerous god so what what's your thought process how are you gonna kill your mom oh okay <laughs> all right good sounds good 
Okay, back in the olden days, um, Misty is giving out rules for this one-on-one hunt. Rule number one is they can't have any assistance. If they get a kill, they just have to leave it where it is, and then they will come back later and help bring it back. Meaning these girls will finally leave this fucking cabin for once, other than having (laughs) Nat do it all for them. Right. Rule two is you must be back by sundown. If you're not, you're disqualified. And then if you're also, if you're not back by then, we will come out and find you. And I was like, good luck with that. You realize there's nothing around for miles. And there's also, like, these cliffs that you can follow very easily that somebody has no idea is there. It's dumb. Uh, and she's like, okay, we're, this is what you're going to do. But the only thing is, we only have one gun. So I guess you guys could, like, draw straws or something. And that's when Mari pipes in and says, Lottie doesn't need a gun. And Lottie's like, well, I guess I fucking don't. All right, cool. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mari. I know. They get ready to head out. Lottie doesn't even have warm clothes. She's got, like, a pair of underwear around her head. She has nothing on. It's like somebody's tights or something. It's so dumb. Ty is watching them go and then storms off as Van watches them like, bye guys, have fun storming the castle. Lottie is out in the woods now and she's completely clueless because she's never had to go out hunting. She hasn't even had to go out wandering because Nat and Travis have taken care of all that stuff. Yep. So she's terrified and so she's walking and she's fucking cold and she stops and she kind of shuts her eyes and she breathes and she hears like rustling nearby and thinks, oh, maybe it's an animal. So she pulls out a knife. And as she does, she sees the symbol that's been carved on one of the trees. I don't know if Ty's putting putting him there, the mm. man without eyes been putting there, whatever. So she puts her hand on it and says, oh, fuck me. And then we cut to Nat, who is also wandering. And she he also hears something. And she sees hoof prints, like little tiny hoof prints, and decides to follow them. Back at Kohl's, in the underground parking at Kohl's, must be at the mall. Shauna is loading socks into the car when some lady stops and says, hi. And Shauna's like, oh, my God, it's you. Thanks so much for letting Callie sleep over so much with your daughter. You know, I should pay for her room and board because she's there so much. And the lady's like, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Callie hasn't slept over in weeks. Sorry, she's been lying to you. Duh. So Shauna's like, oh, no. And runs home to go through Callie's room. So she just, like, starts digging through her shit. And of course, in the very first drawer, she finds condoms. And the piece of the Adam ID. And I was like, you couldn't hit it a little bit better than that, Callie. Right, like, in your fucking nightstand drawer, you moron. Why don't you have it in your shoe? Like, you're so important to you. Keep carrying it with you. Whatever. Yeah. So, speaking of Callie and being dumb, she's on her phone texting with someone labeled Jay. It's that undercover cop guy. And he says, meet you at the golf spot at 7. And she responds, great. She's, like, outside her high school, and Shauna pulls up, and Callie's like, ugh, what are you doing here? And Shauna's like, get in. We're going to go have some fun, goddammit. At the golf spot? (laughs) Callie reluctantly gets in. Now we're with Misty and Walter. They're eating at a diner. They're talking about how they're going to find these purple people. Misty asks him, like, okay, what's your deal? And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, what do you do? How can you just be here on this road trip don't you have a job and he's like oh i haven't had a job in years i'm a millionaire like multi-millionaire did you hear about that accident that happened with the scaffolding company and like a bunch of beams and bricks came loose and hit this poor guy and he had to have a metal plate put in his head and then he knocks on his head he's like that's me i'm the (laughs) six million dollar man now i'm rich The waitress walks up and Misty asks if she knows about the purple people cult. Even though Walter was like, don't, she's like, where are the purple people? And the lady's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about the purple people. They're awful tippers. And also they sell their honey at the farmer's market every Tuesday. And as luck would have it, wouldn't you know it, it's Tuesday. So Misty and Walter are like, sweet, let's go. 
adult Ty is now walking to Ohio. I don't know. Whatever. She's just walking down the road. Not speed walking. She's not speed walking, so that's a no, problem. No, this is depressing walking. A guy in a semi stops and asks her if she needs a ride, and he also informs her that he voted for her. I was like, wait, she's not in New Jersey anymore. Like, she's between whatever, like, is... She is in whatever is between Jersey and... and, Right. Wherever the hell this is. Geography. Right? So It'd probably be Pennsylvania. Sure. But, like, he didn't vote for her unless he happens to be a truck driver from New Jersey going along this same pathway. Whatever. She gets in. At the cabin, everyone's sitting around waiting for this hunting competition to be over. And Mari hears the dripping again. Mari's losing it. Is she? I don't know. I don't fucking know. She asked Akila to help her look for the dripping. And I was like, oh, okay, they do have books because Akila is reading an SAT prep book. I'm assuming she brought it with her, but still. She agrees to help look for the dripping. And as she's in the pantry checking, she doesn't find anything about the dripping, but she does find a cute little mouse and she decides to make it her friend like Cinderella and she puts it in her pocket and she's going to keep it and love it and hold it and squeeze it and name it. What was that? George. 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 Yes. I need to go back quick to this diner scene because I have questions. <laughs> okay. Like, one, I thought it was funny. They said Misty and Walt are, I have that they're sitting at the diner and she says, it's a small town. Everyone knows where the weirdos live. And I was like, can confirm. This is yes, true. That is true. 100%, 100% true. And then, okay, Misty's one of those people who orders grapefruit in a restaurant. Like, people, who, like, that's always on TV. It's a half a grapefruit with a cherry in it. Nobody eats that in real life. Nobody. Like, nobody. Like, my grandma had grapefruit spoons, and I still to this day have wanted them because they had, like, a little serrated on the side. So you yes, dig them. I, know. I love I know. those. I love grapefruit. I'm not going to go to a restaurant and order it, but I love it. I haven't had it since I was a kid. I used to eat it with my grandma and I I don't, and just watching her like sprinkle sugar on it. And I was like, oh, I was just going to say I sprinkle brown sugar on it. It's so good. You should try it. Also, can we talk about how Walt is eating pancakes? Because I'm concerned for his well-being. Oh my God. He's making like a taco. I went, where did I, I didn't put that (laughs) where he puts mustard on him and eats it like a taco. Yeah. He puts it, folds it in half like a taco. Put syrup in the middle and then mustard. And that's when she says, what is your deal? Like, what's your, what's your problem? But it was very, I was like, this, this diner scene, I, had, there was a lot to chew on in that diner yes. scene. Okay. So back in the woods at this hunting contest, Lottie has stumbled upon the weird tree altar thing that everybody keeps having visions of. Mm-hmm. So she decides to take out her knife and she cuts the palm of her hand and drips blood, her bloody hand on the altar because apparently that worked last time. Maybe more birds will fall on me. <laughs> Nat, meanwhile, is in deep snow now. Like she's walked for a while. She's like up to her thighs in snow. And she finds the lake, the lake from, you know, the first when they were like first mm-hmm. crash deal. And she sees something out on the water. Like, she, or she, she can see the lake like down this hill. She can see something like out on the water so um she goes down the hill and she walks on the ice and she clears off some snow and starts saying holy shit and runs back into the woods and i was like what what was it who's in there is it javi what is happening that's what i said it's either javi or my other guest was like it was a bunch of fish that were swimming around she was like Poot. oh i thought it was like laura lee's burned up corpse there's a lot of things that were going through yeah. my mind <laughs> back in the future <laughs> um now <laughs> Nat and Lisa arrive at a house, and Nat says, this is a really shitty farmer's market. I don't know what <laughs> I you guys sell so here. Much. It's not looking great. 
And Lisa says, it's not a farmer's market. It's my mom's house. And I'm just here to visit my fish. Its name is fourteen. Is the 14th Gilly. And it's really cute. And I was like, you need to calm down. She, needs she says that they never, she's never allowed to stop when they normally go to the farmer's market. And she's like, don't tell Charlotte. And that's like, I thought there were no rules. And she's like, well, it's not that they're not allowed. Charlotte just says, our anchors are at the compound, not out here in the real world. So they cut to inside and Lisa's mom has made them coffee and she's just so happy that Lisa's there because she's kept her room exactly the same. And Lisa's like, well, I'm not here to stay. I just came to say hi and see my fish, but I'm doing great. And mom wants to know if she's still taking her meds. And Lisa's like, no, I don't, I'm not taking my meds. I've weaned myself off of them and it's not cloudy inside my brain anymore and I'm doing great. Mom's like, well, I know you're depressed. I can always tell. I think that you're troubled, blah, blah, blah. This is when Lisa starts fighting with her. She's like, I am doing the work. I'm going to therapy. I'm doing a good, good job. And that's butts in. It's like, if it works for her, what does it even fucking matter? And this one mom asks her to go away so she can talk to her daughter on her own. And I was like, mom looked terrifying. She looked like the Wicked Witch of the West. And I'm not a fan. Yeah, no wonder Lottie's like, stay away from that woman. She's not good for you. Right. It's so dumb. So back on this weird Thelma and Louise thing that Shauna and Callie are doing. They have driven out in the middle of nowhere where conveniently there's zero cell phone coverage. Like, there's no bars. And Kylie wants to know what's going on. Shauna just, like, gets out of the car and goes and sits on the hood and tells her to get out, too. And I was like, why? They could have just sat in the car and had this conversation. Like, it's, this is dumb. It's more theatrical. Yeah. She says, well, I know you've been lying about sleeping at your friend's house. And I want to know what else you're lying about. And Kelly is so unimpressed by this interrogation process. She's like, how about you tell me some things? Why'd you burn that Adam guy's ID? And I wanted to be like, she didn't. There's still his face left. She didn't do a good job. <laughs> you cannot lie to me anymore. Did you kill that guy? Did dad kill him? I need to know. Shauna's like, cool. No more secrets. Yes, I killed him, but he was blackmailing my friends. Oh, well, not really. We thought he was blackmailing, but he's not. But I thought he was. And she's like, okay. So you killed some innocent guy for no reason. She's like, I knew dad didn't have to do this. I knew it was all you, mom. And Shauna's like, wait, your dad was the actual blackmailer. So mm, he kind of started this whole thing. <laughs> Callie's like, he's the entire reason this thing happened and you're a murderer. So he's a blackmailer and you're a murderer. And she's like, well, kind of. Your dad's not a bad person. He's just a really bad criminal. So Callie wants to know, why did he think he could blackmail them? And she says, well, we did things we were ashamed of back in the woods, things that we didn't want to talk about. I will tell you that some other day. I can tell you that I murdered the guy I was having an affair with, but I cannot tell you about eating my friend's face. I mean, that will just save that for, like, your 21st birthday or something fun. Yeah. Callie is losing her mind, and she cannot wait to go tell this cop all her, you know, she's going, she's Correct. got that guy on speed dial, you know what. And Sean's like, you can't tell anyone, pinky promise. And Callie's like, ah, I won't. And you know her toes are crossed, like, mm, I don't, uh-huh. you never know. Yeah. I won't I'll tell anyone know. except for my new best friend. <laughs> In the cabin, Van is now showing Ty how she has combined the map of trees that she's been making and the map that Coach and Nat have been making of the area. And Van has gone like full Always Sunny, and she's got the That's what I map. said. She's like Charlie from Always Sunny. <laughs> she's got the map marked with a bunch of string. And of course, when she connects the string, it makes the shape of the symbol. And Ty is very unimpressed. She's like, whatever, I could do that in my sleep. Well, actually, I can do lots of things in my sleep. But, I did um, that in my sleep. <laughs> Van is getting really pissed, but she's like, how do you not see this? And she shows Ty this one spot on the map. She's like, okay, listen, there should be a tree with a symbol right here. Will you come and look for it with me? And Ty says, sure. 
in Coach's room, he is reading a book called The Magus. Magus? Magus. Magus. It just so happens to have a person on the cover with a deer skull on their head. I was like, is this at the cabin or did he bring it with him? I have questions. I think it was that guy stuff. I think so too, because if you look up what the book is about, it seems like it kind of mirrored the journey of the guy that they found in the attic of the cabin. Mm. So he flashes back to another memory with Paul, where he is looking through a box of sentimental things of Paul's past relationships. Paul tells him, you know, these aren't important and these were my past, you're my future. I was like, big oof. Back at Lisa's mom's house, we see pictures of Lisa and her mom on the wall, and Lisa does not look happy in any of them. Nat is roaming around the house trying not to eavesdrop, but totally eavesdropping, and she finally busts into the room like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you can't let your daughter be happy? Lisa screams at Nat that she's not helping, and Mom gets out and walks out of the room while Lisa is yelling after her, I still love you even though you're a controlling bitch. Okay, bye. So Nat and Lisa get back in the car, and Lisa apologizes for snapping at Nat. She's like, I know you were just trying to help. Nat magically pulls out this glass that she has taken from the house, and she has also taken Lisa's little fish, and she says, here's your fucking fish. She had the fish in her mouth. What? And she's, yeah, you did not see that? Okay, because the whole no. thing was, Lisa says she's going to take her fish and go, and Mom says you can't take care of yourself, let alone a fish. You'll kill it by forgetting to feed it when you cut open your arteries and leave it alone to starve. So then Nat, when she gets in the car, she's got like her mouth, her mouth all like squeezed shut. And so then she grabs a Yeti cup in the cup holder and she grabs that and then spits the fish into it. And then like, there's, it says, here's your fucking fish. I missed that entire thing. And I was like, you stole the fish. You could have taken the fucking bowl. The lady was in the other room. Nobody would have seen you. And what is she going to do? Report you for the $2 fish that you stole? Why'd you need to put it in your mouth? How'd you get it in your mouth? Gross. It's gross. So Misty and Walter have arrived at the farmer's market, but of course the honey booth is empty because Lisa and Nat are still, you know, at mom's house. Misty asks the booth next door, where are the purple people? And this lady, she doesn't know where they are, but she knows a bunch of other stuff, like the fact that this company is called Sunshine Honey, and they're in some rural area in the next town over off of Route 19. And Misty's like, great, let's go, like right now. And Walter says, oh, well, it's almost dark. And look, I found this really nice bed and breakfast. We can surprise them in the morning. And Missy's like, okay, fine. Twist my arm. I'll stay at a lovely bed and breakfast. I guess. Back in the past, Nat comes running back into the cabin because she's got super speed. She's like the freaking Flash. And she's back from the lake and she says, I found a fucking moose. And Coach says, found but didn't kill. <laughs> Amateur. That's like He gives him the dumbest, like, what? You found it, but you couldn't kill it? Nat says, it's frozen, but it's on the surface of the lake. If we can get it out, it could feed us until spring. And I was like, wouldn't it be, like, decomposing in there? Because the water, oh, it's so grossing me out. Because it was in the water. Like, okay. But the water is probably freezing cold, so it's probably like a brick. I guess. So if they thawed it out, would it still, would it be like even edible? I don't know. Questions? I don't know. So all the girls like start grabbing stuff because they're going to go get this moose because these girls are hungry all the fucking time. And Mari says, um, the rule was we said no assistance. Misty, this was your rule. I'm going to tell Lottie on you. And Misty's like, go for it. Tell her I didn't want us to fucking starve. And so they all go running out with like, I don't know, they had pickaxes. They had all sorts of tools that I don't know where Mm -hmm. they got them from. And Keela's like, I hope Lottie's okay. 
Mari says, of course she is. And I was like, how many people are we sending out into the woods today? Because Ty and Van are out in there too. I hope somebody gets shot. At this point, I just hope somebody gets shot so they have another meal coming because this is dumb. Lottie, meanwhile, that we're so worried about, is walking through the woods and just dripping blood everywhere. When she stumbles across the fucking, another, I was like, another fucking plane? That's what I was like, there's another one? And she just swipes the snow off the window and she opens the door and there's a teddy bear sitting in it that's just like Laura Lee's. And she's like, hey, Leonard, which is Laura Lee's co-pilot, you know? Mm -hmm. And then she looks in the back and there's a cross lane on the, like, the back seat area. And she picks it up and she kind of sets it down. The back seat lifts up and it's a hatch. So she starts crawling down into it and, like, goes down this big, long ladder. And I was like, oh, okay, so this isn't real. Okay, I got it. <laughs> and she walks down to this tunnel. And all of a sudden, she's walking to an elevator. When she comes out of the elevator door, she's in a mall. And she sees all the yellow jackets are sitting at a table eating. And Laura Lee is there. Hey, Laura Lee, how's it going? And she says, oh, I got you something. I got you some food. You look hungry. And Lottie tries to start and eat. And Laura Lee's like, shouldn't you say something first? Lottie's like, I didn't think I'd have to because I am fucking starving. Can I pray after? Because let's just let me eat. And Laura Lee says, oh, you're shivering. Van says, I think I saw a coat for sale at Abercrombie. And Lottie's like, I don't even have a credit card. And that's like, well, when did that ever stop you before? So apparently Lottie was had the five finger discount, even though she was rich. Typical rich girl behavior. That I was like, I was just going to say, that seems to be the way. So all of a sudden, Laura Lee's like, oh my gosh, we need to get you out of here. And Lottie's like, I just got here. Can I just eat my Chinese food in peace? She's like, no, if you don't get warm, you're going to die. You have to go. And then she just like shoves her as hard as she can. And all of a sudden, Lottie falls backwards and she wakes up. She's laying on the ground in the snow. She tries to like get up for a second and then she like passes out again because hypothermia is setting in at this point. Meanwhile, all the girls are down on the ice and they're digging into this ice because what Nat had saw was there's antlers sticking out of the ice and part of like the moose's eyes and nose. It's this white moose that she saw from before. Was it a real moose the last time? Did she hallucinate that moose? I'm very confused by this whole thing. So they decide that these starving girls are going to put a rope around this one ton moose that's right. sopping wet in the water, a frozen, frozen brick, solid, and they're going to start pulling. So they start to pull on it and I don't know how the antlers wouldn't have broke off, first of all. But whatever. So they all start pulling, but the ice is cracking, and they all pull really hard, and all of a sudden the moose falls out of the ice and sinks into the bottom of the lake. And Nat tries to go in after it, but it's gone. We just saw it falling. It was really actually really cool imagery of that moose it was. in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool. And, and so Travis pulls her back, and he's like, "It's fine, it's fine." She's like, "But we need it. I'm so hungry." So Lisa and Nat are now at a bar because I guess if you're on a holiday from the compound, right. you're just going to do it upright. You're just going to fuck that honey sales. Like, I hope nobody notices. <laughs> Nat says to Lisa, are you going to kill that fish? Meaning like, are you going to kill yourself? And Lisa's like, I don't want to, but you know, <laughs> something happens. Nat says, I don't care if you kill yourself or not, but it doesn't look like you want to today. So I think that fish will survive the night. So worry about the rest tomorrow. And Lisa's like, I was there the night that you put a gun to your head. Do you still want to kill yourself? And Nat has a shot of whiskey or something sitting in front of her. And she kind of pushes it away. And she says, not today. And I was like, what do we say to death? Not today. Mm-hmm. That's a Game of Thrones quote, kids. Yes, it is. So Misty and Walt are checking into the bed and breakfast. They argue a little bit about whether they need one room or two. But they eventually settle on two rooms. This is really, really nice bed and breakfast. There are gift baskets. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that the honey, the sunshine honey, 
was in there. Oh, I didn't notice. It was just like a split thing. And then we see a split screen of both of them in their rooms. And they are like the same person. They're sanitizing the phone in the room. They're looking for bugs in the light bulb. Not bugs, but recording devices in the light bulbs. They're playing on their phone. They go to bed. They even switch sides that they're sleeping on at the same time. It's it's wild. At the house of no fun again, Jeff and Shauna are in the kitchen. And Jeff says, look, I'm sorry I was so judgy today. I'm trying to get over this affair, but it's hard. And Shauna's like, it's okay. I'm sorry, too. I know shit is crazy right now, but I think we're going to be okay. Like, the three of us. And Jeff's like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, yeah. I kind of told Callie everything. She basically had it figured out anyway. She's totally fine with it. And Jeff's like, I'm sorry, what? Shauna, we get one shot. At this parenting thing, we are supposed to protect her and shield her from the same shitty mistakes that we made. Now you've made her an accomplice. And Shauna's like, look, I've been lying to everyone. I don't want to lie to my daughter. Callie walks in and she's like, oh, hey, guys, can I help with dinner? And Jeff's like, aren't you going to Alana's? And Callie says, well, actually, I haven't been going to Alana's. I've been meeting a friend in the park and drinking, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Cool, cool. So they just, you know, like make dinner as a family. I feel like she's now working with that cop guy to like, she's going to fuck oh, them over. Yeah. Like hardcore oh, going to fuck them sure. over. For sure. In the cabin, the lake group is back, and Nat is taking a warm bath. I was like, okay. Suddenly, Mari and Akilah bust in. They're practically dragging Lottie. Nat has already gotten out of the tub somehow. She just, like, knew that Lottie needed it more than her. I don't know. She comes out to tell them to put Lottie in it. So, Lottie lowers herself into the bath. Like, she's like out of it, unconscious, but suddenly she's awake and lowering herself into the bathtub. Whatever. Mari and Akila leave and so Nat and Lottie are alone in the bathroom. Nat says this is all my fault. I'm sorry. And Lottie says good game you fucking loser and Nat calls her a little bitch and they laugh and shake hands. So everybody's Everything's all better. Yeah. The crazy in me recognizes the crazy in you. Good. Yeah. yeah that happens a lot on this show. <laughs> so back at adult Lottie's she's I don't know in her cabin and I was like, she's looking at affirmations or something. Mm-hmm. And that's she's like yeah, flipping that's through them. Thinking. She comes across, it's a queen of hearts with the eye scratched out. She like blinks and all of a sudden it returns to something that says, I'm grateful for my healing journey. And then she blinks again and the card is back again. And she's just staring at it. So she decides to walk out up to the compound carrying a knife. Just like she's just holding that. This is totally normal. And this is when she walks down the long path in the woods. She just steps off this lighted path, just like a foot off of it. And decides to cut her hand open like she did when she was younger and starts to drip the blood and says, can this just be enough? Please, can this just be enough? Back in the woods, Van and Ty are still out in the in the wilderness because that's what we do now here. They can't find this last tree that they're looking for. All of a sudden, Van decides to look down and she's like, that's weird. The snow in this one spot is melting. So she like reaches on, tries to touch it. Ty like walks past her like, that is really weird. And then she looks in the woods and she's like, Something moves and she just van and there's someone in the woods. It's a person running. So they take off chasing after this person and they realize it's Hobby. It's fucking Hobby. I know. And I was like, was he peeing in that spot? Was he sitting in that spot? Why was that spot melted? I need explanations. Because for real, like what was happening? So back at the compound in the future, Nat is smoking, watching Lisa show off her fish to everybody in this 
in this cult because oh. it's it's not purple, so I don't know why they care. <laughs> She's twiddling with her hand, and she now has the car keys, which also have the keys to Charlotte's house. Back in the past, the girls are dragging Javi into the cabin, and Travis is like, oh my god, how the hell are you alive? And Nat's like, oh shit, this is going to be very <laughs> bad for me very yes. soon. Javi is now mute and, like, straight up feral. And he's mm-hmm. also, like, a foot taller than he was before, and I'm pretty sure yeah. he's a different actor. Like, he's <laughs> not the same person at all. I don't know. I think they're just making this up that this is Javi. And Mari's like, that's it. Lottie was right. She said Javi was alive. And Van's like, Lottie knew he was alive, but Ty knew where he was. You can't deny this. There is something inside of you that's connected to all of this. And Lottie's just sitting there like, fuck, I don't know, guys. I just talk shit and you guys listen. <laughs> Things happen. I don't know what's happening any more than you guys do. Back in the future, Ty didn't get murdered by the trucker, which I am so surprised by. I know. And she gets out in front of the store, which the guy drove her right to the store, and it says, wish you were streaming. And honestly, I'm mad we didn't think of that as a podcast name, because (laughs) it's fabulous. Rebranding. I know. So it's like like an old school blockbuster in there. Mm -hmm. So Ty, like, fixes her hair, goes in, and I notice that there's a rainbow flag hanging out front. And she walks in, and there's this beautiful redhead working the counter, and she's like, oh, it's Van. And Van's like, Ty? And she's like, hey, Van. <laughs> no, it's mm. long time, no, see. It's not convenient for me to be here at all, but here we are. Yeah, so see, it's a double entendre. Old wounds, wounds. as in old wounds, like literally getting your face eaten by a wolf, and old wounds, like their relationship is an old wound that they're going to open back up. And also Lottie's hand. Like and she cut also it once, Lottie's she cut it hand because she cut it again. Mm-hmm. See? Smart. And that is, what is her name? What is the actress's name? Plays Van, adult Van. That's uh, Lauren Ambrose. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. from Servant. I'm, I think yep. she is so pretty. She's like the, she? just the beautiful. I must have a thing for redheads because I love her. I love Jessica Chastain. I think they're both beautiful people. And Riley Keel. <laughs> I must have a thing for them. Oh, yeah. And Pat- <laughs> And, and then there's this chick named Kelly who's like, yeah. Oof, I got a thing for redheads, man. All right. Yeah. So one question answered. Well, I mean, kind of. Not really, actually, at all. Where the fuck has Javi been? He's feral. He's mute. He's a foot taller and a different actor. He's been working on his art. Okay, guys? He's been working on his art. That sometimes... <laughs> what if he has a gallery somewhere in the He's been making the carvings on the tree. He's very into it. Oh, yes. He's getting yeah, really good he's at it, like, too. Yeah. yeah. He's peeing those carvings into he's... the tree with his forceful urine. I don't know. That, that's very... That's weird. So, it's kind of an answer, but kind of not, because we don't know where he's been, but... That's one thing we wanted from season one. We wanted to know where the hell Hobby yeah. was. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think we knew he was alive. I didn't I think still, he was. I need to I know how. I didn't think he was. When Lottie said that he was still alive, I was like, well, she's going to be right because that's going to be a big point of contention now with Nat because Travis is going to be like, okay, then where did these bloody shorts come from? And he's going to know that that was bullshit. But their relationship goes on for 25 years. I know. So they obviously didn't get too mad about it. He got over it, apparently. Well, she probably let him see her boob and he's 16. So that probably I mean, it doesn't take much, really. That's true. I mean, he could be 47, and let me tell you, it still works. So, okay, what can they tell What do you like to buy at Farmer's Market? What's your Farmer's Market purchase? 
What do you do when you go to a hotel? What's the first thing that you do? What's your favorite musical? Oh, that's a good one. To reenact in a cabin with your best friend. The musical that I know the best, like I know the lyrics of the best would be Les Mis. So that would probably be my go-to, but also Rent, also Into the Woods. And those aren't even like the best musicals. There's like way better musicals. Those are pretty like old school kind of, I mean, Rent is great. It's iconic, but it hasn't held up well. And Les Mis is what it is. And Into the Woods, is people think it's very problematic, but whatevs. Those are the ones that I know the best. So probably one of those. I don't know. I probably go Newsies. Oh, Newsies is good. But I don't know the Newsies musical as well as I know the movie. Correct. I don't know. The either. musical is a lot of tap and it's just a lot. And I don't like the lady character in it, so... Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I love Hamilton, but that feels like so, like, uh, I don't know. Like, oh, you like Hamilton? Wow. Nobody. That's nobody likes Hamilton. That's so avant-garde. You could just name a jukebox musical. You could go like Moulin Rouge. You could go uh, Rock of Ages. You could go like Mamma Mia and just name off one. and like just like songs. Oh, shit. I do love Mamma Mia. You could just name off one of those. I've, if I'm reenacting it, I need to know it. Like, there's not like I'm going oh, on the words. I need to know all the words. Okay, then I could probably do Mamma Mia. All right, well, let us know. Maybe we can make it happen. Here's Oops. the thing. That's if you saying. send us an email, you send us some kind of notice that you're out there. Comment on Facebook or Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. I will join you in the woods for a musical sing-along. <laughs> I will do it. I will do it tomorrow. And we did, we did receive a message recently because we're very, very popular. (laughs) Yes. One of our three listeners. All named Megan. All named Megan. Yep. Don't you wish that you had done that and, and talked to us because there are just so many places that you could do it. Like where, Tiffany? Like I said, you go to Facebook and Instagram and that's original podcast. Let us know what musical you would like to reenact with us in the woods, because we will do it. We yep. will get the tickets. We'll we there. will be there. You yep. can send us an email at that soul original podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website at that soul original podcast. You can go to Twitter at that soul pod. You can like and follow us on iTunes. Leave a review. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, go to Spotify or Stitcher. All of the places. We make it very easy for you to love us. I don't know why you won't. Why won't you love me? Um, We're too needy. Is that it? Or are we too needy? Probably. All the girls named Megan, Megan B, to be specific. They're all the Megan mm-hmm. Bs. Love us. So get mm-hmm. on that level. Well, I guess that's all we have for today. And we will be back next week with the next episode. I hear five is crazy. Was that the one in that yeah. Ty was the like, TikTok. I'm sorry, the we TikToks. went there? It's all no over TikTok shit. that five is crazy. I don't want to watch spoilers, but follow that Yellow Jackets TikTok. It's incredible. It has a lot of good stuff on there. I won't watch the ones that have like, they're like, oh, and this happened. Nope, not going to watch that. But they do say that five goes crazy and they apologize for a lot of things that happen in it. So you're welcome, America. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll be back next time to talk about all that crazy shit. All right. Bye. Bye.